Welcome to the Embrace Fertility Podcast. I'm Naomi Wolfson. I'm a therapist who specializes in supporting women through trying to conceive and treatment, and then through pregnancy and birth following infertility. My partner and I went through almost four years of infertility, which included IUIs, IVF, anxiety, surgery, and then a miscarriage, before we went on to conceive both of our ginger children naturally. I now run a 12-week mind-body program guiding women through the five steps of my unique Embrace Fertility method. Comfort, coping, connection, clearing and creating. On this podcast I offer emotional support and share mind-body techniques to help you find calm and confidence and ultimately find yourself again while waiting for your baby. So I have new sounds to add onto the podcast today. This is the sound of an iced coffee in my bright yellow uh, reusable coffee mug. (laughs) It is hot. It is hot, hot, hot here. So today I want to talk about why I get excited about trauma, um, which might sound like a rather bizarre thing to say, but the reason I get excited is because we know how trauma is created, how the body holds trauma, and once we know that, we know how to release that body, that trauma from the mind and the body. That's what I do. I've just come off an amazing call with a client, and I literally said that phrase, I was like, I'm excited. Yeah, this, is, this is like being in my happy place, which sounds like a really bizarre thing to say being a therapist but it just it really really excites me that that humans have basically evolved to the point of being able to to do this work to clear trauma from our minds and bodies for you know so many um I don't know what's the right word centuries it just you know something traumatic happened that would be it you would have PTSD for the rest of your life your life would be shaped and molded by the trauma that you've been through and that would be it no longer is that the case and this can be for you know tiny things trauma doesn't have to be these huge massive big things trauma can you know we can be traumatized by a scene in a movie we can be traumatized as a kid watching a film and just you know um friend was talking about the other day how kid watched moana there's a scene where the um, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember what the character's name is. Basically jumps out but from the side of the screen um, and makes you jump. And her little boy, traumatised by that moment, he hates it. He will not watch the film. Like, four years later, he still will not watch the film. He's not interested. He's just like, no way I'm watching that. No, just no whatsoever. Because he remembers being scared by that moment it can be some tiny small little thing that then we remember and go oh yes stay away stay away from moana that made me feel scared don't want to watch that again or it can be these life events that happen to us especially going through infertility treatment investigations that can traumatize us and it's not about the scale of what happened or how bad it is on a scale compared to other women going through things it's literally, if you, if you think about a memory or think about a time in your life and feel emotional distress, that is something we can work on. That is something that you can clear. And not just working with me, you can work on it yourself and clear that yourself. I share so many 
tools and techniques for free because I want this to be available to everyone. This isn't me saying, oh yes, you can do these things if you can work with me for three months. If you want to come work with me for three months and have me support you do that, fantastic, come and do it. But you've got the tools there, you've got emotional freedom technique, you've got the journaling techniques. You have things that you can be doing to support yourself through this and helping them release. While I then add to that, if you are working with me, is the AMDR, the Applied Movement Desensitization and Reconsolidation. Ridiculously long name, but that's the technique, my go-to technique now when we're doing this work because it is so profound. And I thought EFT was profound. I was having such success with EFT for clearing, but this, this just takes it to a whole nother level. So today we were going through and writing down the negative beliefs and the thoughts that my client took on in a traumatic moment. And write them down. And even things that she was saying at the time, she was like, well, I don't believe that's true anymore. But at the time, that's what I thought. And I was like, we still write them down. Because even if 1% of you are still believing these things, we want to be clearing it. We don't want you holding that in your mind, in your body. We want it to be that you can look back and remember these memories. They'll still exist. You'll still have that memory. We're not wiping your mind, but we're taking away the emotional distress. And this is why EFT is called emotional freedom technique, because you literally gain emotional freedom through doing it. The AMDR, what we're doing is we're reprogramming your mind. We're taking the negative beliefs, creating those prop statements. So it's kind of like an affirmation. So it's a statement that is then positive, resourceful, opposite, and purposeful. So it's not just opposite. It's not just positive. It's also resourceful and purposeful. And actually to get a sentence to be all four of those is... You really have to think about it and you really have to, you know, say it out loud and sit with it and be like, is it ticking all four of those boxes? Because if it's not, you need to rephrase it or you need to add some words in there and change it. So um, an example of that would be if you felt powerless in the moment. I am powerless. That was the belief that was taken on in that moment when something happened to you. I am powerless. I have no control here. And so the opposite of that would be like, I am powerful, would be the opposite. And that's also quite positive. Most people would maybe see that as a positive. But you want to add to that and make it also resourceful and purposeful. So that could be, um, I am powerful and, um, I, you know, I listen to my intuition. I use my voice. I stand up for myself. You can add in these other phrases and really add to that. And just, just the feeling of it, just as you say out loud, the vibration of that, the energy of that is very different, is very strong. Mm. Seriously, iced coffee in a, in a reusable coffee mug. Love it. Um, so yeah, this is a technique I've written about before. So And I've taught it in... Um, my From Surviving to Thriving classes. So if you're interested in finding out more about this, I've made the classes available again. So I ran them last September. If you haven't watched those, those three days, um, like three hours worth of videos, if you haven't watched them yet, I really recommend watching them. I've made them available again. You can access them. I um, uh, can't remember what name is. I'll put the link below. 
um, so you can access them. I think it's embracefertility.co.uk slash thrive. I'll double check. Uh, yes, I'll put it below so you can sign up and access those videos. And I talk about the prop statements and how to be using this yourself as a journaling technique. But what we do in session is then we'll be using bilateral stimulation, stimulation to reprogram, rewire the brain. Fascinating, fascinating technique. I did a podcast on this when I first trained. I could actually feel my mind like having an internal argument with itself. And I was so like conflicted with the things that I believed, the things that I that were that were true for me, and then the new beliefs that we've been working on. I literally been like reprogrammed in my mind and it was like, oh but I still believe this. But actually do I? And my mind was like having that internal argument and then you keep working on it, you keep working on it and then you are like, well, no, I do. I don't believe that old belief anymore. It doesn't. It just doesn't resonate anymore. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense for who I am now. Um, oh, I love it. So this is why I get really excited. So yeah, check out those classes if you haven't already, and just just have a play with this technique. Like you can even use it. Um, it doesn't need to be for for traumas and big things. You could literally go like, what beliefs do I hold about myself and my fertility? And what do I, how would I prefer to be feeling? So if your belief is, I'm too old to have a baby, um, you know, I'm never going to get pregnant, um, and petrified of, of, if I did get pregnant, petrified of giving birth. Not great beliefs to be walking around saying to yourself all day, every day. So, well, let's switch them. It's like, you know, is it true that you're infertile? It's like, what's the actual truth? You may even have been giving a medical diagnosis, but carrying that belief around, telling that to yourself, really not helpful. So switching that and being like, you know, I am doing everything in my power to support my fertility. It's like, we can't argue with that. People can argue with, I am fertile. So like just having a positive opposite statement. People can argue with that and be like, well, I'm not, don't have a baby yet. It doesn't also feel resourceful and purposeful. Whereas I'm doing everything in my power to support my fertility. That suddenly, because you you know, I imagine, you know, you've adjusted your diet, you're looking after yourself, you're obviously listening to this podcast, so you're interested in working with your mind and energy as well. You are doing so many things to support your fertility. That's a fact. You can't argue with that. You are. You're listening to this. So you can be switching it. If you're saying to yourself, I'm too old to get pregnant, you can switch that and you can be like, like if you haven't been through the menopause, oh, I'm going up hill again, I do apologise. If you haven't been through the menopause, you're still ovulating, you can get pregnant naturally. Even if you have stopped ovulating, but you're doing IVF, or you can have things to support your fertility, it's still possible. There is possibility out there. So again, it's like, um, you know, my body is designed to keep having babies until I've had the menopause. That's what our, body is, what our bodies are literally designed to do. We could look at if you're, you know, if you're petrified of giving birth, then I've done a whole podcast on that and why clearing a fear of birth, why you're trying to conceive is so helpful and something that I work with all of my clients and all Embrace Fertility members. If you've got that belief that birth is painful and scary, life-threatening, definitely want to be working with that if you're going through infertility and trying to conceive, and switch that and go, birth can be beautiful, birth can be powerful. 
it's possible to birth pain-free. It's like, you know someone who's managed to birth pain-free. You know me. I've had one birth that was painless and one birth that was incredibly painful, but only for like five minutes. And then, then Evie was born. <laughs> it's like, you, you have, there's context there. It's like, you know someone who's, who's done this. And so therefore, if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. And I should point out, I have the lowest pain threshold on the entire planet. Like, I'm such a wimp. This wasn't about me being like, having a really high pain threshold. This is about me learning about how the body works and embracing my birth, embracing Jasper's birth. And it was, yeah, it was powerful and it was intense and, you know, it wasn't comfortable, but I wasn't in pain at all. Even when he was crowning for blimmin' 45 minutes because he got a bit stuck, it wasn't painful, it was intense. Evie's birth... I wish it were painful. It was really painful for five minutes. I nearly ripped the radiator off the wall. But it was only for five, maybe not even five minutes. It was literally like three contractions were really painful. And I got in the bath and then she popped out. That was it. Her entire labour was about 45 minutes. And so, again, when people are like, oh, you know, how will I ever, like, how would I ever cope with that? The things that you've been through, I imagine, with fertility investigations possibly miscarriages, losses, DNCs, will be so much worse than what your potential birth could be. And that's the issue, is we link anything that's happening in our uh, like reproductive area, anything that's painful, like painful periods, we then go, well, this isn't as bad as birth, therefore, how am I ever going to cope with birth? Because this is awful. Whereas actually, birth is not designed to be painful. Birth can be painful when we're fighting against it. Birth can be painful when there's something wrong. Sometimes birth, you know, needs that extra support and intervention because your baby is stuck. And so you're feeling pain because you need to take action and do something. But it shouldn't be painful. It's not designed to be painful. Like animals give birth and yeah, it's really strenuous and it's really, uh, can be really hard, but they're not in pain. They're not making pain noises. And it's only because we can think about birth and have a fear of birth, in my opinion, that we create pain for ourselves because we are fighting every contraction. We are trying to control something that doesn't need controlling. Our bodies and our babies will birth themselves. So definitely check out um, the podcast. I'll put a link below on why it's important to clear fear of childbirth while trying to conceive and obviously you might as well get on and do it because why wait until you are pregnant and then have to do it you might as well just do it now and you never know you never know that might just help as well um so that's me today super short one today because it is hot um let me know how you're getting on i hope you're having a lovely lovely summer If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please do subscribe so you will be the first to know when an episode goes live. And I would absolutely love it if you could share it with anyone you think may benefit. And please do leave me a review. The more people that leave me the reviews, the more other people know what this podcast is about, what they can expect, and why they should be listening. That would be absolutely fantastic. And please do come and join my mailing list. Just come to Embrace Fertility fertility.co.uk I'm here in the UK everyone and then you will see a massive button that says stress less freebies press that and you will get 
the first chapter of my upcoming book where I share all of the studies between stress and fertility and really get into the truth of that. You're then going to get your three minute reset button mp3, the heart anchor gratitude exercise and the emotions game. So go to embracefertility.co.uk and then hop over to Instagram and follow me at embracefertility.